Centers of Medicare and Medicaid level. So if, if you're just tuning in, rather, or you're listening on our feed on Urban One, who syndicates out of DC, you're listening in Nashville on, on the Mighty 147 WVOL, listening in, in Orlando on Florida Man Radio, or, or in Seattle, or any of our digital affiliates. Um, David, we have an affiliate in Tokyo or like Osaka, Japan that, that distributes awesome. the show. Road trip. Um, it's, it, hey. I'm, uh, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a couple of volume to get through that flight. That's, that's need a, uh, I'm not a drinker, but I, I will have a cocktail or two and some volume to, to get on that flight. But before I get into that with David, um, a lot of times, and not just on this show, but if you follow any 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 show, the some of the best content is stuff that's not live on air. And I know back when I was on ESPN, some of the language. And four-letter words that they came out uh, in between interviews with with athletes, and you're and you're working with your engineer, and, and the music's off, and the timing's off, and you, you got to get to a, a break and all of that. That content, in in many ways, can be better than than the actual live air content. David and I were were chirping about something during the break. We've both been following. Whether it's Elon Musk or rather what's going on in the Ukraine, whether it's going on with zero COVID in China, yep. where they're locking people up. So, so you're not going to die of COVID, but you might die of starvation because you can't you literally can't leave your apartment. I thought it was bad when we had a national lockdown and I couldn't get on the Beltway in Phoenix to get my favorite uh, pancakes from from IHOP. You know, I had to suffer the indignity of making my own chocolate chip pancakes at home with my own hands. Um, in my in my five bedroom house, three car garage and, and pool, and I had to suffer the indignity of grilling salmon out in front of my pool without my my good friends coming over because they they could not get to to us. But in in Hong Kong, you you literally can't leave the house. Like they got drones, they got robots walking around. You you can't leave the house. They actually have footage, and I and I'm very careful of. Uh, what I discussed because they'll put footage out from like independence day and they'll say that these are the aliens coming to kill us. And they'll say that this is the war in Ukraine and they'll have the, the UFO above uh, hovering, hovering above the, the capital of Ukraine zapping, you know, Kiev with a laser and people say, Oh my God, Nazi Putin, aliens. Putin, Putin is sending, Putin yeah. is sending yeah. UFOs. And, yeah. and, it's, and not to say that, you know, there's some <laughs> terrible things going on in Kiev, but Putin is not sending UFOs like in, uh, in, in men in black and in Independence Day to shoot a laser over Kiev, at least not yet. I mean, that may be downstream. So I verified they really had people, you could hear them that have been trapped in their high rises in, in yep. Hong Kong. They're crying, yep. they're screaming yep. in Chinese and begging 
to get out. There's just, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It's surreal. It's tens of thousands of people that are crying and screaming, literally losing their minds. Maybe millions. Um, I mean, how would could we be, know? Right. How would we Hong ever Kong know? Is, is, is so huge. And so many people stacked on top of each other. So in America, we didn't have lockdowns to that level. We lost, we will have lost close to a million people by the end of the month. But I, I tend to think that the freedom of choice. 100%. Supersedes the potential for loss. And that's 100%. what American culture is at least in theory built on. Now, some say that, Hey, everyone doesn't have equal access to, to freedom of speech and, and freedom of choice and all of those things. And that's, we're not really debating that. That's not really what this conversation is about, but just the concept of freedom. We talk about freedom in healthcare. We talk about freedom of speech. And then you get into Elon Musk buying Twitter. And at first I said, well, you know, looking at it from a capitalist viewpoint, that's good for him. He has, he, I don't have $44 billion. Um, so if I had $44 billion lying around, you know, you can't take it into the ground with you. I mean, uh -huh. he's 50. So he's lived half of his life probably. So he's either going to take it to Mars or he's going to buy, you know, you can only buy so many NFL franchises is, is the, to buy NFL franchise. I think that's like $4 billion. So he has much more money. Buying the Denver Broncos is beneath Elon Musk. Like that's not he's he's trying to go to Mars. You know, well, he's, 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 he's doing something different. Impact. He's trying to have an impact. Yeah, that's, that's he's trying to have an impact. Yeah, yeah. It's much bigger than 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 throwing a curl route to a, to a wide receiver or winning a Lombardi yeah. trophy or or, or Larry O'Brien in, in the NBA. So you see these dynamics, but then I see Elon Musk, he's buying, you know, bought Twitter to use as a freedom of, of speech platform, but then he's talking about using it to verify people's existence. So then you're getting into some barcode market of beast stuff. I was like, well, I supported the concept, but if you're using it to verify if I am who I say I am, is could that be used for voting? Um, you just, you never know the, the different layers and, and the motives, but I think the concept, and I wanted David to talk about, because he was really talking to me in the break, we're at a crossroads globally with freedom 100%. of speech. And we're going to either go one way as a society, and I mean a global society. I don't mean America. I don't mean the South in America. I don't mean Nashville. I don't mean Davidson County. I mean globally. We're going to go one direction or we're going to go in the other direction. All of that stuff is exacerbated by the war in Ukraine. Yep. Uh, zero COVID, communist China, yep. uh, Eastern Bloc, Western culture, uh, big tech, all of those things. We're going in one direction or another. And I wanted David's yeah. uncensored. So you get you get you get your you get your uh, gratuitous oh. F bomb usage in, in this segment. I wanted David's opinion because David, you know, is a, a person that studies these things. Well, has I understanding. Mean, yeah, I mean, I, I obsess about him. I don't know if I study him. Um, I mean, some people are truly deep on the academic side on this on this subject. But I think about it a lot, James, and you and I talk about it. And, uh, you know, you. You started the segment mentioning we're approaching the million mark. It's a big number. Right, it's a huge number. How many? Basically, how many one, in, people, one in three hundred Americans. How many people should we be willing as a country to sacrifice for freedom of speech? Mm. How many people should be, you know, for, for freedom in general? I would right? sacrifice my life. Well, but for the, that's of the point, though. I wouldn't James, even think right? twice about it. I mean, let's. It's, where where did our lives become so precious? that we were willing to let some of these other things go. I mean, like America screws up a ton of stuff. My mm -hmm. favorite Winston Churchill line is, is that America always does the right thing after we've tried every other option. So, so like, so we, we don't get there fast, right? 
we we screw things up sometimes for hundreds and hundreds of years. Sure. And then and then and then we make. I like I like the we, quote that that said someone said that America we do the wrong thing until it becomes the right thing. Oh, okay. We keep, we okay. Keep, we keep it's a little bit more cynical. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we keep doing it until it's the right thing. It's a little bit more cynical, right. but I, but I mean, like, I mean, you, you think about, you think about, uh, you, you know, uh, what it should mean, um, you know, to be an American, not because we're perfect, not because we Definitely always not. do it, but because the values are central values. And it seemed to me that freedom was one of them, right? Yeah. And that part of freedom was that I had to hold myself in check so that you can tell me I'm full of it, right? Fair and enough. that's part of freedom, right? And, and, and so it's not about my feelings. Right. My feelings are less important than your ability to tell me Absolutely. what you think, right? Absolutely. And, and that, that those freedoms are intrinsically the pinnacle Absolutely. of what we should be about, right? And you see people dying all over the world for, for just basic freedoms. Right. Not, not, right. not the stuff that you no, want to talk No about. free the press freedom. in China. No free press in communist Russia. No, you don't have the ability the to go. to go to the grocery store. You don't they have can't to go get to, out of their right. house. You don't have the ability to go on Instagram and live stream what's going on. You don't, you don't have that ability in those places. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, they, can't, they don't have the freedom to go to the grocery store. Right. I mean, like your point about people, you know, c crying and screaming. I mean, like, how sad is it's that? It's terrible. Right? Putting bars on to me that's worse than risking death from COVID, in my opinion. Well, but and I'm someone that's but lost. That's my the point. ultimate to COVID. That's you know, my lost point. Loved ones like, to COVID. Like the CCP in China has made this decision, right? The zero COVID thing, right. and they they think that that is more important than anything else. And so all the other decisions roll from there. But if you start with freedom, then the decisions roll from there, and and then you start saying, well, yeah, some people are going to do the wrong thing. Some right. people are going to get uh, not going to get vaccinated. Right. You and I chose to get vaccinated. Right. The history history will decide whether we made the right choice or not, right? Some people chose not to. But but you know, I, I, like that was a choice both of you and I had we, we ran made the numbers. We made informed choices. We, we ran the numbers. And I think that was the narrative we were pushing back then. Right. We're not we're not saying if you don't get vaccinated, you're a moron and a tool no, in the vein of society. We're just personal. saying make a make a make a um, informed decision and do do what's best for you. Talk to your doctor, right? A hundred percent. But right. I mean, like, so, but but like, you know, when did when did freedom stop being important? Right. I mean, like, Scary. just it's like, I just like it blows my mind. And when you watch the TV and you watch what the Ukrainians are fighting for, what do we think they're fighting for? Like, I mean, to me, they're fighting for their existence. They're fighting for the ability to live, to be free from right. tyranny. And 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 I think that that's why so many people around the world look at the plight of the Ukrainians and they say, right. "Wow, you know, I'm bleeding for these folks." I mean, it's not just the horrible stories. Um, it's it's the whole fact of it, that the, the country is mobilizing to try to defend itself, right. which is a beautiful thing. And and so like, but but when did when did our longevity and our survival and creature comforts become more important than freedom? No, I agree. And um, as an African-American man, you know, I've said on the show, I defend someone that hates my guts. Someone that calls me the N-word, someone that has a Dixie flag, someone that has a Nazi flag. I defend their right to think those things about me and say those things with my life. Because conceptually, that's what America is supposed to be. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like me. You can be a racist. You can hate me. 
you can't put your hands on me. Now you can't put your paws on me. You can't be a bigot. You can't tell me that I can't live next door to you. Sure. You can't throw a Molotov cocktail through through our our studio this here. This is the point of law. But you can have those thoughts of hate that I don't agree with. You may have political views, David, that I don't agree with. I may have political yeah. views that you don't agree with. You have a right to those views in America as long as it's done respectfully and you're not looking to physically harm people. We've gotten to a place, and I got to cut to another break, but we've gotten to a place where we've gone completely away from that. And I think watching what's happening in Hong Kong, watching what's happening in, um, you know, in, 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 in Ukraine, watching what's happening in China, that's where it could go. <laughs> Seven Studios. You are listening to the Land J Radio Network. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flay. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald an autograph in, in Planet Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. The Cook's Nook Food Services Group proudly makes and delivers our handmade mosaic meals and mosaic meals to go daily to communities across Austin and Central Texas. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. The Cook's Nook, Mosaic Meals, and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal.